We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Monday evening. Another edition of Knicks Weekly presented by Underdog Fantasy. Go to underdogfantasy.com or use our link in the video description for a first-time deposit match of up to $100. CP the franchise, Alex Tatars on the ones and twos. On tonight's episode, we will recap the NBA All-Star Weekend from a Nick perspective. We're going to talk about all the action, man, Jalen Brunson, the all-star game making his all-star debut and we're going to get into this second half schedule and give you our key matchups for the second half things could get very interesting for this team so let's talk about it lock in hit that like button hit the share button and subscribe to the channel this is the all-star break edition of Knicks Fan TV aka Knicks Weekly and like you were saying Al this week this is for the degenerates. It's for the real ones. <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, this, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on one this second. Is for Hold the, on. This one week second. is for the real ones. No, no basketball for a little while. I'm get a couple days off. This is for the real ones, man. For the, for the yeah. This, for this the is not ones. just for the. This is not just for the diehards. This is for the ultra diehards. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's it. There's no basketball. No Knicks basketball. <laughs> no nothing. Very little, like, you know, going yeah. on in the NBA world. But, hey, we're here. There's stuff to talk about. Always. Cracking. Yeah, always, man. Well, what do you what do you have planned for, for uh, what have you been up to over your break, man? No hoops, man. You've been catching up on TV. What, what, are, you, what are you up to, man? Catch up on TV. Catch it up on shows. You know, I've been uh, catch up on 7 p.m. in Brooklyn. Catch up on the the roommates with, with Brunson and Josh yep, Hart. Yep, yep. You know, that's been good. Uh, you know, getting some sleep. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. Trying always, always good. Uh, always you know? good. O- always. Move my son into his own room finally. So that, that's okay. a big milestone. Yeah, big, big step. Big step, man. And and um, I, I I tapped into that Griselda series on Netflix, man. Ooh, 
But on that Griselda series heavy. That's it. I don't got I don't got time for much. Come on, I barely man. got, I barely got time for that. I mean, that's awesome, but I'm sure there's other stuff that you're doing, too. Uh, I barely got time for that because half the time I'm trying to get through each episode, I'm falling asleep on it. So then I got to catch up the next day and then the next day and the next day. So it's taking me a little while uh-huh. to get through. So you're like me. <laughs> yeah, it, t- it takes me about three weeks to get through a six-episode series <laughs> because my ass is always on the couch sleeping. But, uh, nah, great series, man. Sophia Vergara is doing a thing. Griselda series definitely where it's at. Yeah, check that out. It takes yeah. me like three days to get through one show at this point because yeah. I I seem to be falling asleep when there's no basketball earlier and earlier every day just yeah. to catch up. But hey, you know, just like the everybody everybody in the league, CP, we gotta get ready for this. Uh, not even the second half of the schedule. It's we're we're in the final stretch. In the final stretch, man. Did it definitely in the final stretch. So well, we're gonna talk about that, but we got to talk about the All Star game last night. East versus West. In Indy, and, uh, you know, first and foremost, with the starting lineups, they, they came out, they saluted our guy Julius. Our guy Julius got some love early in, in the uh, starting lineups. I was happy to see For that. Sure. Shout out yes, to absolutely. Yeah, shout out to Julius. That, that was well-deserved honors. And then, you know, Brunson got his intro. I thought the intros were cool. Nice, mm-hmm. you know, they had the LED screens and everything. Uh, what TM say in the chat, warm-up uniforms are looking like bowling shirts. Yo, I tweeted that out yesterday too. Me and TM are on the same on the same wavelength right now. I, I mean, good God, did we do better for these outfits, bro? The, yeah, I don't know whose idea that was, but uh, even when even when they first came out and I saw them, I was like, yeah, this this ain't it. I don't know if they're ready to go to sleep. Yeah, which it looked like they were. By the way, like the, actually after Anthony Edwards' comment, it seems like they were all ready to go to sleep. Yeah, well, we're gonna talk about that as well. So. Yeah, cool lineups, cool intro, warm-ups were, were a little lackluster. And then, uh, you know, from that point, it was just fast-forward to when my guy JB gets in the game because once the All-Star game kicks off and everybody's just going through the motions, even even Little Man was like, Dad, they, these guys aren't even running. <laughs> I was like, no. yo, no. they're not even running. <laughs> they're not even running. So at that point, what, what's tip-off went through? I'm like, all right, fast-forward to Brunson time. And JB, you know, it took him a little while to get into his groove. They were kind of freezing him out. The typical ball hogs that definitely was was on display. But he finished well. He, he put on a good show, man. Uh, mm-hmm. 12 points, five dimes, a steal, four rebounds for JB, five of 12 from the, from the field, you know, for, for doing our key stats of the night. Good job by JB, man, in his all-star debut. Even had a dunk in the game, bro. He did. He had a dunk. You know, like the, the all-star game is really meant for guys who are at this point I mean, it's just a. At this point, the All Star Game is just a glorified layup line and just pull up from three and yeah. You know, you know, we're not going to see the old All Star Game where guys are actually trying to compete and show how great either East or West is. I mean, what Brunson does well doesn't really fit an All Star Game. Using that footwork yeah. is would be a little much, yeah, to say the least. I mean, maybe maybe the real All Star Games when they actually used to play. You know, but but these is more of a, you know, layup line, alley-oop kind of thing. <laughs> kind of thing. That's how you describe it. I don't even know because... what you call this, man. I, I mean, it's, you have Anthony Edwards out here just saying, you know, it's not well, going to be competitive well, let me, because... Let me, let me, I got the, I got the right, Ant-Man right, quote. Right. I got the Ant-Man quote. So let me uh, uh, let me pull it up. So let's everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up on free boys. So 
after the game because the East would go on to win 211 to 186. 211 to 186. And Dude, I looked, I just stopped. I looked up at like early in the second quarter. I saw 97 points. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Bro, it, it, it became unwatchable within the first three minutes. Easily. Easily unwatchable. Now, check out. Uh, first, let, let's go in on Adam Silver's reaction in the in the in the post game celebration. All right, here here's the commissioner Adam Silver throwing complete shade at the players with with this uh, introduction. Listen to this: two hundred points scored, and now Adam, you um, have something for the winning team. Well, thank you, Ernie, for first of all to the city of Indianapolis. Thank you for the fantastic hospitality. To Herb Simon, he's owned this team for 41 years, the longest standing governor in NBA history. Thank you very much, and to your son, Steve, as well. And to the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations. Giannis, to your team, this trophy is yours. Oh, my God. They all they all felt the shade, man. They all felt the shade. All these guys, all these guys looked the shade, man. You, you had Giannis looking. Jalen Brown, did, he didn't even want to look. He didn't even want to look at the direction of the commissioner because that said it all, man. That said it all. The well, that was it, bro. Yeah, and Adam Silver's not one to really criticize the players in that manner. So, you know. Yeah. You know he was not happy about it. I mean, if this was David Stern, David Stern would have laid the hammer and be like, all right, guys. David, good David job, Stern. Can you imagine David Stern would be like, shake hands, like, good job, everybody. Behind closed doors. This was terrible. Dave, what were David you Stern, doing? David Stern might have ended the game early at halftime. Like, yo, we can't, we can't do this. Turn this off. We, we got to go. You know, but put on, put on, you know, reruns of MASH or something because this you was said reruns of MASH. Something. Wow. Because they, they, this was... Even the commissioner on the stage that you're supposed to use to promote the event and, and glaze over the whole thing and talk about how great the fans were all weekend and thank you, Indianapolis, for your hospitality and the greatest players on the... He looked at him. He said, well, <laughs> here's your trophy. And this was another thing. As soon as I see this, all of a sudden now they have the championship trophy for the All-Star team. Right. So they tried all this stuff. They tried East West. They tried captains. They go back to East West. They have the Elam ending score. Right. Go back to the traditional score. Now they bring in our trophies because everything you get in a trophy now. Right. Before you know it, the preseason, you're going to have a trophy. That's what I said on Twitter last night. The preseason trophy is coming next. So so the funny thing about this was in the midst of the embarrassment, you got Giannis and them holding up the, the all star championship trophy. Tough night, man. Tough night. Oh, God. Tough night. I mean, between that and then giving Dame the Kobe Award for the MVP, like, come on, man. This is – Nobody nobody wanted any piece of that. But you know what, CP? Yeah. For for a weekend that is meant to prop up the event, right? From Going from Kenny the Jet Smith to now Adam Silver of guys who are just like, yeah, you know, this thing stinks essentially yeah. without saying it. You can't. What does that say, you man? Can't what does even that hide say it. for the NBA? How, like, how do you make it better? I know you recommended on the NBA report doing a one-on-one competition, but uh, is that even something that's going to work? You because can't. you have to get guys who want to compete, and 
Yeah. Read Anthony Edwards' quote, man. It doesn't seem like that's even possible. Well, well let, all right. So I'm going to play the LeBron uh, quote and the Ant-Man quote back to back. And then, let, then uh, let, let's react to it, man. Here, here's LeBron James on uh, on the lack of competitiveness. To 186 is uh, things we've never seen in an all-star game. You know that Adam and others from the league had talked about making yeah. it more competitive. Is this what players want, though? Is this, you think, what fans want, too? Um I don't know. I mean, I think it's something we need to figure out. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Where's the median? Because this is what this is what a lot of the games are starting to look like now, too. You know, we want <laughs> no, to, no. you know, um, get more, you know, more patience to the games. We want to get more shots. We want the game to be more free-flowing. Um, we stop letting the game be, um, you know, freedom of movement, a lot of freedom of movement now, and that's what a lot of our games is in the regular season now. They let us tighten up in the postseason. Um, so it's a, it's a deeper dive into a conversation of how we can um, shore up this game. Um, obviously, from a player's perspective, you know, it's fun to get up and down, but at the end of the day, our competitive nature don't like just being able to just have free-flowing scoring like that. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. LeBron really tried to sit here and break it all down for you scientifically. Well, you know, you know, this is the kind of the speed of the game and where the game is going. <laughs> as he takes take as he serious. takes a 50 footer from half court. <laughs> I can't even take him seriously in that bowling yeah. shirt. Like <laughs> I really can't just break it down and teach like yo LeBron, come on, man. Come on. First man. of all, it looks like he just finished playing uh well, I <laughs> Going with, to whatever with, local with bowling Weber. alley in Indiana. With Pete Weber in them. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like he's ready to check out his shoes. Well, you know, uh, I mean, it's, that's, it's, you kind of see the same thing in the regular season. No, this no, is not. No, LeBron, no. No. <laughs> All right. There, go ahead, there's go ahead. more defense than this. <laughs> Way more defense than this. Way more defense. Now, let's uh, let's go to Um, That's a good, great question. Um, I think, for me, it's an all-star game, so I don't think it, it, I will ever look at it like being super competitive. It's always fun. Um, but I don't know what they can do to make it more competitive. I don't know. I think everyone looks at it. It's, it's like a, it's a break, so I don't think nobody want to come here and compete. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, bro. Ugh. It's like, man, bro, can we go back to the 80s, the 90s? Damn. DP, the fact that Ant-Man is saying that we see this as a break tells you how everyone perceives this weekend. Yeah. And yeah. You, it didn't even have to come to this game, right? You, you could have looked at the rising star. Like, now, was it the, the, the skills challenge? You go yeah, get the skills yeah. challenge. You have Scotty Barnes. Not handling the ball correctly as he's trying to dribble up court. Going yeah. around like dummies. This is just ridiculous, man. Yeah, I mean, you also have him also throwing like a, a backwards three-point shot. So that tells you how much he cares <laughs> to, to try to win. So this whole so, weekend is just no one cares. And so, let's, let's figure it out. So now nobody knows anything. I don't know. You know it. <laughs> yeah, you know. You, <laughs> They're saying, please, don't yeah. make us work on our break. We yeah. don't want to work on our break. <laughs> now now nobody knows, you know, the, the guys who has the rock in their heads, nobody knows why the game has been so trash. It's unbelievable, man. It's absolutely unbelievable. It's just it's just stark differences in the mindset of today's generation. It's it's the entrepreneurial and and in one hand, it's great, right? It's great that all these players are mm -hmm. enterprising and it's great that 
all-star has infused so much of uh, business and fashion and culture and all of that, and it's great for the city. Like, all of that stuff is great, and it's great for the players to go out and build their brands in front of different generations, but the, the competitive nature, bro, the money has corrupted the competitive nature of the sport. Even, you know, the old, yeah, Larry Bird, like, man, the only thing, I just want to see these guys play hard. All, all, all the old heads, you know, like, we, we came from that era when, like, you, you used to, like, look forward to the All-Star game. Like, mm-hmm. that was the thing on Sunday. You do your thing. You do everything you got to do. You do your homework. You go to church, whatever you got to do. Get all that out the way so that when Sunday came, you would see the East with Ewing and Jordan and Pippen and, and Shaq and Bird and whoever else they had during that era and go up against the best of the West. It was You had magic. You know what I mean? David Robinson, all these guys, Gary Payton, Sean Kent. And you used to have a game. You used to have a game, bro. Gone. Do you think, uh, like, what, I don't even see the purpose of having this anymore if no one's going to compete or take it seriously. This weekend was probably the worst I've ever seen it in yeah. seriousness. and that's like, saying something. That's saying something. This is the, this is the worst. That was the worst even, one, bro. It, even in past years, people, try, like, players tried to compete yeah. in all the events. And the only good thing from this weekend was a three-point competition. Three-point competitions become the steady. best thing. Yeah, always it always is good, and the Sabrina and Steph matchup was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not going to get any legitimate competition during this weekend, why even hold it anymore? You might as well just figure it out. I mean, at this point, move the in season tournament to this time, and then give it even more of a buffer. Or figure it out in the middle because and, and you got it in Vegas. Guys, you got it in Vegas every year. Yeah, at Vegas every year, and I, I saw a response saying, "Well, you know." Maybe the players would be more involved if they weren't doing autographs and stuff of that nature. Stop. I, like, yeah. this is like, you get, the re- if you're not in the playoffs, you have an entire offseason to yeah. chill. You have an entire offseason to chill. Bro, you know, even what, in, you the, get, even you're, in you're, the offseason, you, once some of these the guys comes, are playing you're summer in. hoops. You know what I'm saying? Even, yeah. in, even in the offseason, some of these guys are playing summer hoops. So what's the difference? Yeah. So what's the difference? And on top of that, this is like this is like the greatest privilege you could have to be playing basketball at the highest level and being paid very well for it. So like, the very least, put on a good show for people. Look, Indiana. How many times does Indiana get the All Star game? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting an opportunity to see Dame, Steph, LeBron, and for fans who are paying this money to go see it, you should want to go put on a show because. The fans are what creates your wealth. Like, they're the people that are buying your jerseys, attending the arenas, doing all the stuff that's helping you. And the least you could do is just play somewhat of a serious basketball game. Yeah. At least show that you're taking some sort of interest. It just felt like, oh, we didn't want to be in Indiana. This is not the city we want to – this is not the area we want to be in. We don't want want to play this year. You know, we just want to relax because it's a long season. Guys. You have it all off season. Yeah, eight teams from each conference makes the playoffs. It, 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 it's insane, man. And, and shout out to the Ryan Manuel Chuck D in the chat said he went to the '92 All Star game when Magic came back in Orlando. That's hard. Like those are classic, classic moments. And he and you just don't have it. I mean, think about think about when when, when Magic came back in Orlando and won the MVP. Think about that in, in the post game. He was drenched. 
in sweat. You, you, you look at these guys. They didn't even look like they played in the game. So, yeah, it, it's um, I don't know what they can do. I, you, I, I talked about the one-on-one tournament, that, but that's more from a, a, a fan wish list. That would never happen, you know. It, it would never happen. You offer them more money to play harder? Is that the next thing? I have no like idea. How much, how much, like, re- I don't even know if that does it, man, because they look at it as a break. Yeah. And the way that the contract's already structured in the NBA is that if you make it, right? Right. So, like, what are you, what are you incentivizing them? Another million dollars? I mean, another million dollars would be great, but the million dollars for the All-Stars, they're already getting that bonus. This is not like yeah. the in-season tournament where guys at the end of the bench as we talked about Ryan Archidiacono, the assistant coaches, you know, that's extra cash in their pocket that they probably won't get to see at any point of their NBA career. These guys are making that type of money already. They got the endorsements. They get the sponsorships. They get the commercials. They get all these other things. Adding more money to the pot isn't really what's going to incentivize them, in my opinion, considering that they're going to have that in their contract to begin with. So I don't think money's the issue. I think they actually have to just want to show up and play. And you got to figure out whether – whether you want to do something that's like there's whether it's repercussions or something of that nature, if they don't show up and play, but this is the worst I've ever seen an all-star yeah. game. I mean, I was falling asleep during the all-star game, man. Like I was knocked out. I was on my phone, like checking in, waiting for Brunson to check in. Yeah. It, it, it was just not engaging. And and that's saying a lot because um, I thought the, the, the one that they had at the garden was complete trash. The last one at the garden, 98 was a classic. The last one that they had at the garden was complete trash, and this one topped that one, and that was that was doing a lot. So, it, you know, it, what do you think it, needs to happen, CP? You think it, do you think it's money? I uh, that would look bad. That would look bad on their part, on the players' part. That would look terrible. That would be a terrible look on the players' part to get to ask for more money for the All Star to compete. Yeah, <laughs> like a bigger pot. Yeah, I agree. There should just be some sort of... That would look bad on that part. Like, at what point do you look at this as, hey, the best of the best is here right now. We're competing against one another. We have the ultimate teams representing the East and the West. Yeah. Where, where is that pride saying, no, 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 the West got, has the better players. No, 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 the East has the better players. Where's the pride? It's a different, it's a different generation, man. It's just different. These these guys don't don't really want to, like... They don't want to go out there and prove the the, the 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 passion for the game is just different, man. It it ended after like that Kobe era, you know, like Kobe, KG, Tim Duncan. Uh, I felt like it ended Dirk, you know. It ended after that, man. It it really did. It really did. There's no way Kobe's complaining in this game like that. He'd probably walk out. Probably they probably they, with Kobe on the court. They probably wouldn't even. They would probably be afraid to coast. They just see the black mama on the court. So are you saying this is uh, an indictment on LeBron James because he essentially is that? No, nah, he, I mean, he is the figure, man. He is the figure. He is the he is the face of the league. Yeah, between him, Giannis, Jokic, those are the guys that you look at, saying, "All right." How yeah. serious are we about to be today? Yeah. Uh, I'm showing the uh, the 92 clips with Magic. You know which one was a good one? Um, 
Shout out to my guy, Forgotten Seasons. He had just posted it. 2001 in D.C. Mm. East mm. was down by 21 when Stefan A.I. brought him back. That was a classic. Houston and Sprewell were in that game. Mm-hmm. That was a classic, classic game, man. Vince Carter was in that game. Jason Kidd, Kobe, Tim Duncan, KG. That was, that was a good All-Star. In 2001 was a good All-Star. Guys that cared. Guys that cared. Guy, guys that cared, man. But either way, man, you know, JB represented well. He had a, looked like he had a good weekend. Got it in. He's, he's all over the map there in, in Indy, making his rounds, signing autographs. You saw a little the uh, locker room content, a little uh, Dame Lillard getting his autograph. So Captain Clutch was in high demand in the All-Star weekend, man. Saw all did demand. You see, did you see Jokic get a little jealous when uh, yeah, Brunson dapped up uh, Luka? He was, like, staring him down like, Excuse me, this is my best friend. What are you doing? You know what? I didn't see that, but I I told you, man, the uh, I I told you that the uh, the the Jokic and 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 um, and Luca fraternizing that weekend. I I think that was a little foreshadowing, man. I think that moving to the Nuggets is that what you're trying to tell us? I think that could be the the, that could be the next dynasty. Hmm. What's that team look like? Jamal Murray, Luka Doncic? Nah, Jamal and, Murray, uh, he's out of there. You go get Luka, he's out. Luka Doncic on the Nuggets would be insane. 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 That would be ridiculous. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't, like, how do you even defend that team? Yeah, that, that would be insane, man. But then the picture that broke the internet last night, Al, I had to stir the pot up a little bit. You had... Shout out to Fat Joe, friend of the program. Shout out to 50. And then you had Spider Mitchell and our guy Jalen Brunson, man, at the game. This was not by mistake, ladies and gentlemen. This was not by mistake. The Rolls Royce backcourt is coming out, 24-25. This is, this is it right here. This was it right here. Mm. It's, 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 it's only a matter of time. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Bro. You see, very excited because now you can see the future very clearly. (laughs) (laughs) The Rolls Royce backcourt. Andrew Renee and Chad, here we go. Let's go. You guys better get ready for it, man. The spider's coming home. 
that offense is going to be insane. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you. Let me say it would be insane. Nothing's there, guaranteed, but that offense would be new insane. Rolls Royce backcourt is on the way. It's on the way. Does Tiz beca- become an offensive-minded coach at that point? He won't need to. Jalen and Donovan do everything. Just get out the way. Yeah. Get out the way. <laughs> Uh, well, Tibbs, tell us about your two, offensive strategy for Donovan and Jalen and Randall. Well, well, you know, uh, we go out there and I just make sure that they get the rock. You know, isolation, isolation, <laughs> isolation. That, that's it's all a done we deal. Do. It's a done deal. So uh, those, those are some of the highlights of the weekend, no doubt. You had the dunk contest with Jacob Toppin getting robbed. We talked about that uh, yesterday on the NBA report. That was also pretty ridiculous. I don't know what Jalen Brown was doing, but certainly had no business being <laughs> advancing the second round. Jacob Topic got robbed. You know, what more can we say about that? Dunk contest is, is cooked. It just, you know, all-star kind of starts off for like, to me, it starts off at the top, rookie challenge, and then you go up a little bit with a three-point contest, and then you just <laughs> then you just go down a cliff. And Where it is just, the celebrity game snowballs. for you? <laughs> Celebrity game. <laughs> celebrity game. That, that's a nap. <laughs> you're telling me you're not tuning into the Ruffles game. celebrity game? No, I don't want to care about Puka Nakua slam dunking. And other, no, no, I'm sorry, bro. That, I don't need to see Kai You don't want to see the four-point line? Tantrums on the court. What? No, no. The Ruffles no. four-point line, you don't want to see that? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Celebrity game is a nap. Snap game. Who would have to be in the celebrity game for you to tap in? Me. Ah. <laughs> How would you be able to tap in if you're if you're if you're in the game? How would you watch yourself play the game? By streaming. Talk about live action, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> now, who else? I don't know. No, nobody really, man. Uh, nobody really. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So that doesn't really catch my eye. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Not not really entertaining for for me. Everyone in the chat, who what what celebrity needs to be in the celebrity game for you all to tune in? I need to know. I need to know that. I need answers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Let me salute some of the super chats that have come in. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Shout out to 50th Burger. Let's go. Knicks franchise channel member Al. He says, what's up, guys? I've been watching Roommates Podcast, too. I love it. Despite Brunson's comments, do you think we'll get a Nike JB1? We all want to see it. <clears throat> Who's he with right now? Brunson. Uh, I think he's with Nike. He wears the Kobe's all the time. Oh, oh, so is he saying like a signature shoe? 50th Burger? Yeah, is, that, JB, is that what he means? JB get a signature shoe, yeah. Wow, TM using your full, your full, go- almost your full government name. He's saying get Casey Powell in there for the celebrity game. Jay Cole, bounty killer, Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Roberto Rodriguez, Cameron, Cam, Cam, Cam will be a good one. Cam will be a good one, definitely. Every, yeah, every time he takes a shot, pause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Cam would be a good one. Actress is Christina Aguilera. Okay. All mm. right. Hey, whatever, whatever you need. Ice spice. Oh God, no. <laughs> um uh, signature shoe. Okay, so he said signature shoe. Will Brunson get a Nike signature shoe? 
How many guys really have a signature shoe anymore? It's not that many. Everybody. What are we nah. talking about? No, bro. No, bro. A lot of guys, a lot of guys are under Jordan, like Zion, Luka Doncic, Tatum. Tatum's got his own. Yep. Katie's got his own, obviously. Brian has his own. Yep. Donovan's got his. Dame's got his. But signature. Jaws got his. Man, it might take a little while. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, Julius. I mean, Julius doesn't have a signature shoe. He's, he's with Skechers, right? But. They don't really have a signature. Even when RJ was with Puma, like he had a he had a colorway, yeah. but it wasn't like his own shoe. I'm not sure. I, I you know, I don't. I would love to know like the the overall thought process from these sneaker brands these days. Like, do they even invest a lot in in those signature shoes? It's only like a handful. Feels like there's a lot more. Steph's got a signature shoe. Steph. Kyrie. I mean, Clay's got his signature shoe, I guess. Yeah. Well, they they you know, more companies have also entered into the mix. He's talking about saying, he's talking man. about Nike. James he's Harden? About, he's talking about Nike. I hear you. Brunson get his own Nike shoe. I think that that's, might be, that's a little tough. ambitious. That's tough. That's a little ambitious. Nike would be tough. He'd have to go with a different brand to He'd get it. He'd have his to own win signature. the ring. If he gets a ring, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> James Harden's got his own signature shoe. Is he still with Adidas? Who's he with? Adidas. Yeah, with with Nike, he'd have to run a ring first. If he brings a championship to New York, he, he'd get anything signature, signature everything. Um, Lamelo's got a signature shoe with Puma. Yeah, Lamelo's got Pumas. Lamelo's got Pumas. But I'm saying like a lot of these guys have signature shoes, but if it's with Nike, that would be. That's the bars, bars lower, right? Like, the, think about Nike though, signature athletes. They don't really have that many. No, they don't. Nike doesn't, but feels like everyone's getting one though. Yeah, yeah. So, Kyrie had his. Kyrie definitely <laughs> had his. Five out super chat from the Rhyme Animal. Paul Chuck George. D. Who's he with? Nike. Okay, okay. Uh, shout out to the Ryan Manimal Chuck D. Uh, Fight out Super Chat says the NBA loves Glenn Rivers. Doc Rivers says if every All Star was a Brunson, we would have a watchable game. Silver got a problem. Stern would have passed out fines. <laughs> yeah, Stern would have pulled. The, <laughs> Stern would have pulled the plug, man. Uh, Steven Santiago, ten dollars Super Chat. Um, says Uncle Fester on Ozempic was not happy about. He's talking about Adam Silver. About All-Star game, but neither were we. Salute. Praying for health for the second half. Steven Santiago says he's praying for health for the second half, Al. Praying for health, man. And, yeah, I think that is that is the most important factor here for these Knicks as they enter into the second half. You have uh, OG Ananobi. The hope is that he comes back in, in uh, March. We'll see what happens with Julius when he comes back, what that time frame looks like. What's what's Mitch's time frame? Remember, Mitch, it was uh was scheduled to resume basketball activity this week. So what does that mean for Mitch, the center rotation? But overall, man, they have got to get healthy. The big ragu before the season, before the uh this 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 first half wrapped up, big ragu went down with a hamstring. You have Hartenstein. With the Achilles, Bogdanovich left left calf strain. Health is going to be very important, man. Very important, and you know the the guys that you just named, 
Bogdanovich, Hart, uh, Hartenstein, uh, Dante. Those are all guys that should be back after the break. I thought I think that was more management for them rather than have them exhaust themselves when everyone's just banged up. You don't need to lose anybody else. It's really Mitch, Randall, and OG that we're, we're waiting on. And I'd say the level of importance is obviously Randall, OG, Mitch. Yeah. Just because we've seen the Knicks thrive with that different starting five. But that doesn't mean that they all don't play an important role. But we need all those guys back. I mean, if you don't... I was looking forward to the Celtics matchup if everyone was healthy. Yeah. But if not everyone's healthy, man, we're still not going to know what this team fully looks like because it's just different. I mean, I want to see what Mitch looks like on the court with OG Ananobi, what that defense looks like. I want to see if Randall can still be the same physical demon that he is as he was to start the season, right? All that changes. And the concern with all these guys being down is that you're putting a lot of pressure on Jalen Brunson trying to keep these things afloat. Mm-hmm. And you're asking a lot of other guys to play above their level. Like we're asking Burks and Bogdanovich to play at a level that we shouldn't expect them to. We're asking them to be yeah. more than role players. So that's the only concern. I mean, the big, the best surprise is that Dante has been able to rise to the challenge when fully healthy. But even that, you see, asking him to do too much too has now caused him to get injured. So yeah, it's just. You need everyone to get healthy, man, just to, to preserve everybody to get to the finish line of the regular season and then be ready for the playoffs. Well, this is this is where things kind of get dicey. Like, I was on SNY on Friday with my guy Jason Spells, and he was they were asking, you know, are they headed for playing territory? And, look, there, there's going to be 27 games left. Right now they're in fourth in the East. Two and a half or, or one and a half back of the Bucks, who sit in third. They're four back already, but it from the Cavs. They're four back already from the Cavs who are sitting in second place. They are half game up on Philly. And that is going to be when we talk about tough matchups or key matchups for the second half. You come out the gates on Thursday against Philly. And we'll have game of the week preview and look out for that announcement for game of the week preview. Knicks versus Sixers coming up this week. So they have February 22nd at Philly. And then you have back and then you have home. Home, home against Philly, like home meaning Madison Square Garden, home, home, March mm-hmm. 10th and 12th. So you got a two-game series against Philly, March 10th and 12th. So you get to see Philly three times within three weeks to kick this off. Half game up tough. on the Sixers. It's tough, man. That's tough, especially when you don't know the status of Joel Embiid either. I mean, right. not unlikely that it'll be back for this matchup, but yeah. talk about those latter two matchups, especially that mini series, which I look forward to. Hopefully the Knicks are more healthy by that point, because that would be a good, you know, test to see how this team could fare yeah. in the playoffs. That would be a good, like you, you play a game, you get some rest and then you play again, you know, what adjustments do you make? How do you, how are you able to attack uh, the opponent from a different, from a different angle? Right. Because that's going to be a true, Example of playoffs, man. I'm yeah. looking forward to that, especially because yeah. that could be a real matchup. As there, as it is right now, they're four and five. Could so that be, could be a first-round matchup between the Knicks and the Sixers. Could be a very but, real matchup. But for the Knicks, man, it's, you know, when you talk about the standings being a half a game in front of Philly, yeah, playing territory is pretty scary because you don't want to be in that situation, and that's the issue with all the injuries. I mean, this team fully healthy, they were, what, Second, third for, I mean, I think they were second for a hot second. 
but they were definitely third and had a nice lead. Yeah. But now you worry that teams like the Cavs and the Bucks can just get so much momentum after the break that they can widen that gap. And now yeah. the Knicks are just trying to fight for fourth. And now, so, now you got you got the Pacers right behind them. The Knicks are two and a half up in the Pacers. They're 31 and 25. Siakam trade is looking kind of good on them right now. Miami, once Jimmy Butler comes back from, from grieving, how are they going to look, you know, with the Rosier and all those boys? And it is Miami. And then you got Orlando, which who's, who's in an interesting spot right now because although the Knicks are three games up on Orlando, they did lose a season series to Orlando. They still play another game against Orlando later this season, which will be um, before that, that Philly two-game series. So that's a tough stretch in its own right. March 8th, 10th, and 12th, every other day. They're home against Orlando. They, they it's all home, which is good, but it's home against Orlando, and then you have the uh, the Philly two game series. But also before that, you have March fifth versus Atlanta, and then March third again at Cleveland. That's for the season series. So March third and March twelfth. That's a dogfight right there, man. If and if they're not healthy, that's the problem. If you're not healthy, that's when things could get real dicey. Because the problem is that is that this team, as it looks right now, is just defensively decimated. Like, it was nice to have Burks and Bogdanovich when you're at full strength. But now to rely on them to cover up your defensive holes? Got to play above their level, CP. That's the issue. That, that's the problem. That That is the problem. And the fact of the matter is, even for, like, they're, they're trying to get acclimated for what their roles are, which... You see, even through the few games before the break, they were struggling to get into that rhythm, right? Yeah. So you're asking them to adjust to that. Now they're put into a position where they have to play above that. That's asking for a disaster. So, you know, it's, it's everyone tough. just needs to get healthy. That plain and it's simple. Tough. Everyone needs to get healthy, plain and simple. But my question to you is, where do you see this team landing then? And yeah, I guess that's it because I could ask you like what team you're concerned about, but if you're a t- if you're not a healthy team, you can be concerned about everybody. So, where do you see the Knicks Bro, in the I mean, latter half in, in the remaining part of this regular season? Where do you see them falling? They're they're only three games ahead of eighth. They've just lost four straight. You have no answers on OG and no answers on Julius, and you got to get through. This is tough, man. Coming out the gates, Philly, Boston, boom. You get Detroit. Then you get New Orleans at home, be home against New Orleans, home against Golden State. And yes, it is Golden State, but you know the chef is coming in there to put up a show. So that's another dicey one. Then you're in Cleveland for the final regular season matchup in Cleveland, March 3rd, home against the Hawks, home Orlando, home, home Philly. Then you go out west. You got to go to Portland. You got to go to Sacramento. Back to Golden State and then finish at Denver, bro. Brutal. The next month for an injury-riddled Nick team, they can fall all the way to eighth very easily. You know, hate hate to be the, the, the Debbie Downer here, but the way this team has looked over the last four games, if they're coming in with the same unit and can't, can't defend, which I wouldn't I expect them to, they could be in trouble. What do you see? What do you need to see this team health wise? Who do you need back for this team to have some sort of confidence 
that we can, can keep rolling. They need, every, they need everybody, feels, man. Everybody. They need so, they need a whole team. So after Julius went down with a shoulder injury, could you th- could you see that team winning enough games to maintain playoff positioning? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. To maintain playoff positioning. Yeah. Yeah. To be in the top six. Yeah. Mm, top, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're in trouble, man. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I think with I that like, team they could stay in yo, the top bro, six. Bro, I'm just saying, man. I don't know, man. This this team is just like offensively, they, they should be able to get it together, but it's it's just the defense. I don't know if they'll be able to play good enough. And look, oh, and look at this, man. Orlando, Philly, Philly, then out west. Then when you come back from out west, okay, you have some some winnables. Brooklyn, Detroit, Toronto, San Antonio. Like, those are four straight winnables. And then, boom, you're right back at it to close out the year. Home versus OKC. At Miami. Home versus Sacramento. Bulls game should be whatever. At Milwaukee. At Chicago. At Boston. You play Chicago three times in in uh, What are they in doing April. with the schedule when they give what's Chicago? Up with that Bulls? Yeah, what's up with that Bulls matchup like that? What is happening? Yeah. Someone's up with this, man. It felt like someone got oh, lazy yeah. at the end of the schedule, making it's like, yeah, you'll play the Bulls yeah. however many times. So it's gonna be very interesting, man. You you hope that you hope that you get OG back for the for the West Coast trip. Something tells me, like, if we get OG back and just let's just say we get everybody outside of Randall back. And I know Mitch, I'll, I'll even include Mitch in, like, even if we don't have Mitch right now, he's could be in that Randall bucket saying, you know, put them to the side. They probably will be returning later in the, in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But if you give me that roster, I'm more confident that we can keep, uh, we could be somewhere between, we could be in the six, in the top six. That's all I can say. I feel like we could be in the top six with that roster, looking at some of these games. Of course, we don't know what other injuries for other teams they got to go through at these points. But, you know, I just look at matches like Detroit, Golden State. Like, you don't necessarily need to be at full strength to defeat teams like that. We've seen that before. Yeah. Even Orlando, I feel like that as well. Um, you know, we could talk about Philly right now. We don't know where Joel Embiid is. And if they don't have Joel Embiid, that's a matchup with the 76ers I'm not too worried about. Yeah. But it seems like Denver, you know, teams like Boston that really, those games, the scales are heavily tilted in the opponent's favor because of they have either an MVP caliber candidate in Nikola Jokic or they have one of the best starting fives in the NBA. But if you give me that, if you give me that team without Randall and Mitch, I'm not saying they will go far in the playoffs, but they should be able to, to to tread water and just make it through the regular season in hopes that you get both of those guys back healthy enough to really compete in the playoffs. I'm I'm pretty confident in that. True indeed, man. BX Mel, BX Mel on the chat. Salute to BX Mel, Muhammad Mustafa, Russell Whiskey. Salute to our franchise channel members in the building. What do you guys think, man? Are you guys nervous? How are we feeling right now as we get ready to kick off the second half? He's sweating. Half. He's nervous. You can see it. Yeah. The, He's over here giving the nervous laugh like. <laughs> this, this, 
this this <laughs> looks this looks like uh, a dicey situation. Dicey, he says. This, what else do you got for us? This, this is it, like it's a, a dicey, dicey situation. situation. What else? For curious situation. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna be in a spot, man. Definitely. But either way, Al, the one thing's for sure. Two things are certain. Win, lose, or draw. We here at Knicks Fan TV, man. The number one show for the fans by the fans. We got to keep the content rolling, man. You know, people are going back to work tomorrow. Knicks Weekly is, is a vital piece of their morning commute and their lunchtime and their evening commute. You know? Yeah, for the ultra diehards, CP. The for ultra, ultra diehards. diehards. Yeah, this yeah. show's for the ultra diehards. For the ultra diehards. Roberto Rodriguez, CP. I just want to know who is suiting up on Thursday. Who's suiting up on Thursday in Philly? CP is. I'm suiting up. JD, CK, well, suiting up. Sad as Brooklyn Techs. Um. Well, I would. Oh, I mean, one thing. I would be a little. I would be a little concerned if you don't have Raku or Bogdanovich for Thursday. I'd be a little concerned. Which I'm more concerned if we don't have Dante over for sure. Bogdanovich. For sure, for sure. Um, Don, I mean, you know, hamstring and calf. They're they they're tough, man. They're tough. You know, it's it just sucks, man. Because Dante was, especially for Dante, who was really thriving and getting those extra minutes and getting those extra opportunities to score. It seems like he really was honing in, man. Yeah. Unlocking something. And this is where it's just this is where I just get more intrigued by this team because we know what Brunson is, we know what Randall is. But there's so many questions. Dante playing at this level, what do you give him more touches? What if you allow him to run that second unit mm-hmm. when everyone's fully healthy? What does the OG Mitchell Robinson parent looks like for defense for defensive purposes? I mean how does Precious play into this whole thing? Because he's been playing well. Do you have a, a solid, just defensive unit where you put Precious, Josh Hart, OG, and Mitchell Robinson out there, and you just stop guys for like a solid eight minutes straight? Yeah. There's so many interesting lineups and rotations for this team. I need to see it, but that means all these guys got to be fully healthy. Salute to Felix Baldomero. Salute to Phoenix. Reek Flair. Salute. Salute. Uh, remember that these shows are available in audio podcast format as well. So if you miss it on YouTube, salute to the replay gang, but you can also catch it in audio podcast format as well. All the major podcast platforms. Salute to our sponsors and support our sponsors, man. Uh, Underdog Fantasy. Go to underdogfantasy.com. Use our code KFTV for a first-time deposit match of up to $100. Uh, we also have Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com and use our code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. Go get your lawnmower 4.0, 5.0, as well as so many gift packs that they have, man. Uh, Al, enjoy the time off. We'll be back for Game of the Week preview. Do we, do we have a date yet, or are we still planning that out? Planning. Wednesday. 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 Game of the Week preview. On Wednesday. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold up, hold up. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I wish I had the uh, the, the DJ scratch a turntable sound effect here. Hang on. Got to pause the show here because uh, we have an announcement here. We got a $20 super chat from the man himself. 
Robert Randolph. He says this, King Julius and OG will be back by April 3rd. Nick Sills will go 7-13 and 13 in the 20 on end. The season 99 Knicks all over again. Okay. I, cu I couldn't read it. I couldn't read it. But he sent a $20 super chat. says Julius and OG back April 3rd. What do you think? Uh, you know, when I think about Robert Randolph and his sources, yeah, I'm very concerned with his sources. Yeah, I I can't believe those sources, man. Right. I mean, right. there's just so there's just so much history where those sources have led us astray. So I hope that he's right. Yeah, because isn't this the same guy that tweeted out that Julius like, oh, done for the season. Hand covering the face and was trying to get us all up in arms for yeah. doing this. Yeah, isn't this the same? Isn't this that same gentleman that did that? Well, maybe they come back earlier. Maybe that's what it means. Ah, ooh, I like that. I like that line. Yeah, I like that. Look at that optimistic CP. Yeah, that's new. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. That's but salute. New. I've never seen optimistic CP. How are you doing? Salute to Sergeant Sources, man. We we salute him. We salute him, man. Great great job out there. Keep fighting the good fight, man. Keep fighting if good fight. All right, man. Back to it. Switch the rhyme animal, Chuck D, man. Once again, Al. Fight out super chances. Only one missing in that pick. Spider, JB, Joe, 50, NCP, the franchise. Yeah, man. Absolutely. The Rolls Royce backcourt. Remember this picture. Remember this day. February 18th, 2024. They're showing you right now, man. It's, it's going to happen. It's, it's definitely going to happen, man. Anyway, I will see you uh, Wednesday, Game of the Week preview. And then Thursday, man, Knicks versus Philly, right back to it. Let's get a W. Everybody have a good day. Enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in. We out of here, man. Peace. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.